welcome to Respecting the Word podcast, where we are careful with how we use the Bible and we try to put the Word into action in our life. So my first podcast was the gospel as the foundation of this podcast. So, so I want to take pieces of it for subject matter and bring it all together at the end. The reason I go into depth with the gospel is so we have an understanding of what we're saying when we talk to someone. And also, the, the beginning point was when I witnessed the people and they knew they were heading to hell, but there was no conviction from them. And it puzzled me, so I started studying deeper into what was going on. As time went on, I started learning about the biblical standard for free will. Because if you ever, you know, witness, oh, I got free will, I can do what I want. Well, no, you got free will to sin. And you're limited by that free will. By design, by God's design of you. You can't sprout wings and fly. You can't always cure yourself of diseases. Uh, a buddy of mine has one of those bags on the side of him, and he can't heal himself. Only God can heal. So let's get started at the beginning where we went wrong and why we need Jesus. We will start in Genesis 1, and everything was good after God made it. Since God said it was good, then it wasn't bad or evil. So everything was perfect in God's sight. The sheep could lay with the lion. Nothing was evolving from the pond scum, as some so-called Christians would believe about creation. Then came Genesis 3.1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which Yahweh God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, has God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the tr fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, You shall not eat from, and you shall not touch it lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, You surely will not die, for God knows that in the day you eat it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Then the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was delight to the eyes, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise. So she took from the fruit and ate, and she gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. And the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig trees together, fig leaves together, and made themselves loin covers. Then they heard the sound of Yahweh God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of Yahweh God in the midst of the trees of the garden. Yahweh God called to the man and said, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. 
And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? And the man said, Woman, whom you gave to me to be with me, she gave me from the tree and I ate. Then Yahweh God said to the woman, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. And Yahweh God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are the more your cursed are you more than any of the cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly will you go and dust you will eat all the days of your life, and I will put enemy between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, he shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the hill. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain, and conception and pain will bear children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree, about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you will eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you. And you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you will eat bread till, till you return to the ground, because from it you were taken. For you are dust. And to dust you shall return. Now the man called his wife Eve, because she was the mother of all things. Then Yahweh God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife, and he clothed them. Then Yahweh God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he send forth his hand, and take also from the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Therefore Yahweh God sent him out from the garden of Eden, to cultivate the ground, from which he was taken. So he drove the man out and the east of the garden of Eden. He stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword, which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. So there is the start of it all. Adam, <coughs> excuse me, Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Side note here. In free will debates about choosing Jesus, people will point to Adam and Eve about free will. But I will point out what Adam and Eve did isn't about salvation, but sinning against God. Now back to the main subject. We find out how corrupt we are, or can be, in Genesis chapter 5, 4, 5. But for Cain and for his offering, he had no regard. So Cain became very angry, and his countenance fell. Then Yahweh said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why has your countenance fell? If you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do do not do well, sin is lying at the door and its desire for you. But you must rule over it. So Cain had a pride problem. When he didn't get his way, God was showing Cain he had pride problem by the way he brought his sacrifice to God instead of coming to God humble. If there was no pride, God would have accepted it. So the major deal in Genesis 4-8, then Cain spoke to Abel's brother, and it happened when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. 
So where did Cain learn about murdering, jealousy, lying, dishonoring parents? Don't we have to be taught to do those things? Or their culture taught it? By then, there was only four people on the earth, according to Scripture. I say this, what comes from the fall of man? We find this throughout Scripture. It had gotten so bad that God flooded the earth, and still we find out through our Old Testament history, the fall of man, even after wiping everyone out with water, the Tower of Babel of man trying to get up to heaven another way and become their own God. Then the Israelites, the whole time, no matter what God did for them, wasn't enough. They would sin against him. So let, Let's get in the New Testament on what Scripture says about man and woman. So Romans does a good job at putting the fall of man in perspective. Romans 1, 28. Just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them over to an unfit mind to do those things which are not proper. Having been filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice, they are gossips, slanders, haters of God, violent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful, and although they know the righteous requirements of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. Then we come to Romans 3.10, as it is written, there is none righteous, not even one. There is none who understands there is none who seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. There is none who does good. There is not even one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues they keep deceiving. The poisonous of asp is under their lips. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their paths. In the path of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. We can see here we have a free will to sin and not thinking anything about it. So in, in then in Galatians 5, now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, and idolatry, sorcery, strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, Disincisions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. So when someone says they have free will, think of Galatians 5.19. The biblical word for free will is the word flesh, and we should always get our standard from the Bible. Unless they are born again, they will continue to follow the flesh. They will continue to claim to sin freely by saying, well, oh, I got free will. Well, no, the, you know, they'll end up in hell over that free will. This describes mankind and ask almost anyone, and they will say they're a good person. So scripture says this about us. This is how evil we are at a low level, like an old lady down the road that wants nothing to do with Jesus. 
to Hitler at our highest level. So this is why we need Jesus and why we need to proclaim the gospel. We can see now more than ever, just watch the news a little bit, as your local news defends murdering babies, just as the same as mothers murdering their babies. We see it in the riots during the last administration. We see the pushing of men saying they are women playing women's sports and the schools letting them in the girls' locker room. Officials pushing for castrations of boys and saying they are making themselves into what God had them to be. So really sit back and, you know, watch your news you know, it, the riots that was going on, it, you know, people dying, people shooting each other, the stabbings, so much I, I've been reading lately. So, well, thank you for listening and have a nice weekend.